Okay, so we are going further into this discussion of the meaning of the teaching of Rabbi Chinim Medesa. Chinim Medesa was someone who was accustomed to seeing miracles, and he was familiar with what makes Hashem happy. And Rebbe says the whole reason why Neshama is in this world is to do that, is to cause God to have happiness, to bring happiness to Hashem. And he said, who is Hashem happy with? Someone who people are happy with. That's the way I translated it yesterday, but the real translation, as Rebbe says, is someone who creatures are happy with. And we discussed that the meaning of the word creatures is an emphasis, the emphasis of the word creature is that we're not talking about people who are scholars, people who are knowledgeable. We're talking about people who are just created by Hashem and they are sincere in their... I need one to answer the Kedushin, please. Avi, want to do an help Avi? Take your coffee with you, take it with you, take it with you. Avi, take your coffee with you. There's no milk in it. What, Avi, do you ask you for milk? It's right there. I'll come back. No, no, take, take, take the milk and the coffee. It, it, this, is, this is the mitzvah of the hour, man. You're doing the right mitzvah. Put the milk and the coffee, then go in there. Okay. So, um... So... <laughs> So, the meaning of the, the emphasis of what creatures is, we're not talking about scholars, we're not talking about knowledgeable people, we're talking about people who are just sincere in doing what Hashem wants them to do. They just do things because Hashem said so. So, the ones who Hashem are happy with are the ones that, that the, the sincere people are happy with, or those who have that, that what the Rebbe calls tamimus, sincerity. If sincere people are happy with you, they're the ones... Then, then that's a sign that the Abishur is happy with you, happy with what you're doing. Um, we, we said that just like a human father, uh, the greatest pleasure he has is when he sees his children act in a good way. He likes when they listen to him too, but the greatest satisfaction he has is when he sees his children have, are, are, have good character. So too is this with Hashem, that the most satisfying thing to the Abishur is when he sees that we have good character. Not just Hashem, Hashem wants us to do terimitzvus, but He also wants us to have good character. And, and, and one of the fundamental elements of good character is just to have this element of sincerity. We said that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, was humbled when he saw the generation before the coming of Mashiach, not because we were so smart, we're not. In comparison to Moshe Rabbeinu, we're garnishment garnished. Uh, other or think of the other Yiddish words that you're not supposed to say, but uh, we're, we're nothing. But the Amish Rabbeinu um, was humbled when he saw our generation, but he saw the sincerity of our generation. So the two fundamental, profound truths that Abchanim and Daisa teaches us is that um, he says a couple of teachings in this mission. The f- first, the, the two truths he says like this. If you want your wisdom to last, if you want your wisdom to stay, he says you have to have more deeds, more, do more than you know. As long as you do more than you know, <coughs> your wisdom will stay. But that doesn't, doesn't mean Hashem is happy with you. Make Hashem happy with you, you also have to not just do, do things, you have to have, uh, you have, to have good, good character, you have to have the sincerity. And the second truth he tells us is, the way to know if Hashem is happy with you is not if the heads of the yeshiva and the rabbis and the scholars are happy with you. The way to know if your God is happy with you is, is look at if simple people, sincere people are happy with you. That's what we did so far. 
didn't teach that. Right? The Red Levin didn't teach that, that, that line, that's for sure. Um, Mendel Futafas said that having a bad thought is better than having a good thought. Because if you have a bad thought, you do tshuva, you transform it to, to, to holiness. But you have a good thought, like, why'd you stop in the middle of the way? Why'd you, why, why'd, why'd you stop in the middle? Okay. Um, I heard yesterday that when Rebbe was once saying Lechaim with Eli Wazel, the Rebbe said to him, he had to protect the honor of Vizhnitz because he was a Vizhnitz of Hasid, and he told the Rebbe that um, in Vizhnitz we don't just have one Lechaim. The Rebbe told him we don't just have one Lechaim in, in Lubavitch. And as I have more and more Lechaims for, for these kinds of reasons, the Rebbe told him in Lubavitch we don't stop in the middle. <laughs> we all the way. Anyways, let's go to Pepe. Let's not stop in the middle. Let's continue with his base. To understand the meaning of the spirit of Hashem it doesn't just say Hashem is happy with you. It says the spirit of the place. That's a literal translation of those words. And also we need to understand the two insights of Rechim and Number one, that sincerity is found by simple people more than it's found by Torah scholars. Number two, that only when the spirit of creatures are happy with you, only that is a sign that God's happy with you. So what does this mean? So the Alter Rebbe says that the whole point of all the different worlds that God made is for this world. God wants the, to have pleasure from the transformation of darkness to light. That's the, the God decided that this is what will cause him pleasure. That by a Jew being here in this world and learning to doing mitzvahs, having good character, the light of Hashem, the infinite light of Hashem, should illuminate the darkness of this world. And it's specifically by action in this world. As the Zohar says, action is the highest. So specifically by us doing mitzvahs here, that's how we bring this infinite light of Hashem to this world. And, we, and that's the greatest satisfaction Hashem has, transforming the darkness to light, bringing the infinite light of Hashem to this world, to the place of darkness. That's the reason why the Gemara says, it's greater to... Um, to the Gemara says... In the Gemara, there was a discussion, what's greater, study or action? And the conclusion of the Gemara is, study is also great, because study brings to action, which means that action is greater, and the greatness of study is that study brings to action. But, but action is actually the, the, the greater than study. So action in general, and action done especially with sincerity, causes a simcha and causes a pleasure to Hashem. The... Uh, the, the, the Gemara says on the Pasuk, Yismach Hashem b'maisav, which means, let Hashem rejoice in His deeds. So, the simple way this verse is translated is as, God, God rejoices in what He made. God made the world, God rejoices in His deeds. But the Gemara notes that the Pasuk says, God will rejoice, God will be happy. So, Gemara explains, in the future, God will rejoice because of the actions of the tzaddikim. What that means is that Hashem has pleasure by us elevating the physical things in our life and transforming darkness to light. That's what gives Hashem happiness. Why does it give Hashem this unique pleasure? So Chassidus gives an analogy to explain why this causes Hashem pleasure. And the analogy Chassidus gives is from a talking bird, a parrot, when a person speaks, it's not a big deal. Because a person, a human beings speak. But when a, when a bird speaks, 
that causes a unique pleasure. Ah, there's a bird speaking. What does that mean? How is that possible? It's, it's a chiddush. It's a novelty. So what's the analog of the bird speaking? An analog is when we who are mere mortal beings over here who naturally feel ourselves, we naturally feel our own existence, and yet we elevate the physical and we, and we bring it up to holiness, that causes Hashem to have a special pleasure. That's why the Gemara says, greater are the deeds of the righteous in the creation of heaven and earth. God made the heaven and earth. God brought the non-existence to exist. Hashem made what was not there before to exist. But a tzaddik, when a tzaddik does a mitzvah, a Jew does a mitzvah, the word tzaddik doesn't mean only, only a tzaddik. As it says in the Torah, every Jew is called a tzaddik. What a Jew does, he, Hashem makes the ayin, what has not existed before, to exist. What a Jew does is, he takes the thing that exists, and he brings it back to the place of non-existence. And non-existence, I don't mean, but not the same kind of existence. The world was created not from, from zero. The world was created from a non-physical reality. The world was created from a spiritual energy of Hashem. Hashem's words, which are spiritual, create the world. So the world comes from a non-physical existence, from an ayin, and becomes physical. When you do a mitzvah, what are you doing? You're taking the physical existence, and you're elevating it back to the ayin, you're bringing it back up to the, the place of the divine, place of the spiritual. That's something unusual. That is like the talking bird. That causes pleasure to Hashem. That's the reason why when the first Jew was born, he, it says, God made, Sarah said when he was born, God caused me to laugh. Why, does, why is the first Jew associated with, with comedy? What does that mean? There is a unique pleasure that God has because of, uh, because of our involvement in elevating the physical things, bringing them to, and elevating that which is not holy, making it holy. That's why the Torah doesn't just say, God made me laugh. It says, Elohim made me laugh. The word Elohim is the name of Hashem, which is the energy of, of concealment, the energy of darkness. The Eibishter created the world with this name. As the Torah says, Beresh is Baruch Kim, Elohim created the world. That, that means the way Hashem created the world was through hiding himself. And that's why we have a physical reality that doesn't feel its source. So the Eibishter has a special pleasure by us transforming that which exists, the yesh, and making it into I, making it into something, something, making it into spiritual. The main pleasure God has is when a soul, a spiritual soul, goes into a physical body, and through termitzvah it elevates the sparks of holiness in physical things, brings them back to the source. That's the reason why the angels were so upset when God created man, and they were upset when God gave us the Torah. Uh, they felt that the, the Torah should have been given to them, and the, the, they're better than human beings, and they didn't understand that why God wanted specifically to have human beings. The angels knew that souls are greater than angels, because the angels uh, are, their angels exist in the world of Bria, that's their the highest level of angels in the world of Bria, but they also understand what happens above their heads in the world of Atzillus. They know, they, they're familiar with the world above them. Nishamas are a higher level. The angels are very high. The angels, the song of the angels is the world of Bria. And the song of, of souls is in the highest world, the world of Atzillus. We've discussed a few times the Rebbe's analogy of the four worlds. 
The world of Atzilus is compared to Hashem in his private chambers. All there is is the king. The king in his private chambers, all there is is him, nothing else. The world of Bria, the world of the angels, the world of creation, is the world of the throne room. In the throne room, there are lots of things besides the king, but everything is totally connected and totally nullified to the king. In the throne room, no one feels themselves. They just feel they're in the presence of the king. So in a similar way, the angels in the world of Bria, they are very cognizant of Hashem animating them, and even more, they're cognizant, they know about the higher existence of the world of Atzilus. Angels have bodies too. As it says in the Torah, God made his angels ruches, and his social servant, those who serve him, esh. That means God used fire, and esh, and ruach, fire and wind, to create the body of angels. Nachmanides says that the, there are four elements, but in this world, everything that exists that we see has something of all four elements. Even when we talk about fire, fire is not the pure element of fire. Nachmanides says that there is a, there, there's a sphere of fire, uh, there's a sublunar sphere of fire. That, that, that's where the element of fire originates from, from, a, from right next to the moon. So you don't see a bright sky, you don't see the fireworks in, ne- next to the moon, it's because the element of fire isn't like physical fire. It's, it's, uh, this, it, it, fire has something of the element of fire in it, but the element of fire isn't like physical fire. Everything we see in the world has all four elements in it. So Nachmanu says that the angels, they are created from the pure element of fire and the pure element of wind, not created from a composite, from, a, from a, 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 something that, that, that has both fire, that, so they're not created from a combination of, of, uh, of fire and, and, and wind, but from the pure element of fire and the pure element of wind. From, it's not diluted. So they, that's why they have bodies that only angels can see. We can't see the, the bodies of angels. Only two of the four. Only two of the four. There are some angels that are very large. It says in Gemara that they are a 500-year walk long. Walk 500 years and you'll get to the end of the body of an angel. That says in Gemara. There are some angels that are, it says that they're, they're as big as a third of the world. And the Gemara has two interpretations. One interpretation is that the angel is three times the size of the world. Another interpretation is that they're the size of a third of the world. It says that, that prophets could hear the songs of angels. As we say in Davening every day, I heard behind me the, a great loud voice. It says the angel, we say in Shabbos Davening, we say, they find him, we say in every day in Davening, they find him in Chayza Kodesh, they, they speak to God with a great storm, there's great excitement in their voice. And they, there are different kinds of song. They have wind, they have storm, they have fire. Those are all different kinds of, if you will, instruments, depending upon what stage of angel they are in, what, what, what level of the world they're in. There are some angels in the world of Asiya, some in the world of Yitzira, some in the world of Bria. Um, just briefly, the world of Yitzira is compared to people who have been in the, in the throne room, and now they're leaving the throne room because the king has asked them to go do something. So they know what the throne room is about, but even when they leave, they know who the king is. They've seen the king. That's the world of Yitzira, the lower world, lower than the throne room. Then there is the world of Asiya. The world of Asiya is the outskirts of the kingdom, which hasn't really known anything about the king. They, just, they, they, they may have heard about the king, but they don't really know, they've never seen the king, they live far, far away from the king. That's this world. This is the world of Asiya. So there are, angel, there are some, angels which, some angels which sing, some angels, angels which, so to speak, storm, some angels which, um, are, their song is fire, 
So that depends upon what level they're in. Yitzira, Bria, Asiya. That's what angels are doing. Souls in heaven don't have any bodies. They don't have any space. They don't have any names. They don't have any names. The whole idea of a, of a name, you know, a name is really the way your soul interacts with your body. The, the, your, your soul in heaven doesn't have a name. The name is the way your soul energy filters towards your body. That's why the same soul has a different name and a different, different incarnation. Because the name that you have has to do with the kind of, um, the kind of energy that you're getting from your soul. Your soul is in heaven, doesn't have a name. What trickles down into your, into your body is through your name. So Mr. Uh, uh, Peretz over here, when he got the Chaim Peretz, so he got some new energy from his soul in heaven. His soul in heaven doesn't have a name, but he got something more from the, from the parrots. He got some Chaim parrots when he added a name. The, name the, soul told, the soul told doesn't have a name, but you can draw down from the soul through your name. Angels um, have bodies in heaven. They, they have space. Whatever, whatever the Gemara is describing when it says they're 500 years uh, long or they're three times the size of the world, there's something that, 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 that does indicate... They're great, they're big, but it also indicates they have some kind of, of connection to space. Souls, as we had in last week's Haftarah, or actually the we did not read last, last week, the Haftarah of Pinchas on a year when it's not the first of three weeks, it says that uh, the, the prophet's describing how he hears different angels, and he hears of, of loud voices, and he hears fire, and after the fire, uh, after, the, after the wind there's fire, and after the fire there is a soft voice. So it says in a similar way, when we daven, we have the part of davening which is like fire, part of davening which is like, which is like, which is like wind, and then we come to Shemana Esrei, Shemana Esrei is the soft voice. So souls sing to God in a soft voice. They sing to God in the world of Atzilus. They sing to God in, in the king's chambers, they're, they're, where they're just in the presence of the king and there's no sense of self over there. Their, their song cannot be heard by prophets. Angels have a set time for their song, because angels, just like they're limited in space, they're limited in time, Souls are not limited in space and not limited in time either. That's why we say in our davening, we say, and holy beings, referring to souls, will praise you forever. They never stop praising you. We're talking about, when we say holy beings, referring to angels too, but primarily to souls. Souls don't have a time that they sing to God. They always sing to God. They're always in a, in, in, in a state of song. So this is the advantage that souls have over angels. So the angels says, we know about how wonderful you guys are. We know you guys are come from the world of Atsilas. You guys are above us, the world of Atsilas. We know you're above, you don't have bodies. We know all that great stuff you guys have. However, that's the way you guys are in heaven. But when you come into a body, and when you become married to an animal soul, and you, you are now have pleasure from all physical things in this world, um, in this kind of setting, the angels said, their spiritual bodies are a lot higher than the physical bodies we have here. Yeah, we have a neshama. That's true. They, they can see that the neshama is higher than them. But these angels said, listen, you can't compare us, which we are in the world of Bria or the world of Yitzira or, or the spiritual world of Asiya, to you guys in a physical body who understands and it takes pleasure of physical things. You guys are totally out. But they made a mistake. Why did they make a mistake? Because God's intent is he wants to have a home in the lowest realm. That's the Ruach HaMokim. That's the spirit of Hashem. Hashem's spirit is achieved through souls and bodies, through Dungtari Mitzvahs, through physical things in this world. This physical world is the main intent of Hashem. And that's what Rebbe Chaim and meant when he said, anyone who people are happy with, that means Jews who do action with sincerity, God is happy with. 
He used the word cre- creations. He wanted to say it's not just people who are who their virtue is that they're creations of Hashem, that they that, that they, they look upwards, that they do things because Hashem said so. They're sincere. They someone who is in that realm of doing things with sincerity, the Abish is happy with. That's the sign that you're you're making Hashem happy. So, bottom line, what do we learn over here? We learned that the most important thing to the Eibushter is is action. There's a teaching of the Alter Rebbe. We say that we say in Davening on Shabbos, Whatever God desired, He made. Simple meaning of the pasuk is whatever Hashem wanted, wanted to make, He made it. But there's a deeper meaning. The meaning is the entire desire of the Eibushter, the whole entire deepest desire of the Eibushter. Is specifically in our actions and things that we do. It's not in our feelings, not in our thoughts, not in our understanding. It's in our action. So, so what we've learned in this last paragraph, this last section of the Mimer, is that the Abishter specifically chooses the physical world over the higher spiritual, lofty words, worlds. And it's here that we can cause this, this unique pleasure to the Abishter. So, while it's true that the angels have amazing spiritual experience, etc., but that's not what causes Hashem pleasure. So what's the Ruach HaMakim? What does Hashem have pleasure from? It's from the physical actions that we do. So I just want to point out, the, 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 the usual way this, this, one of the ways this mission is explained is, if you're doing Terimitsis in a way that's abrasive and annoying to people, then the Abish is not happy with it. If you're not acting in a way that people can, can appreciate, then you're not, you're, not doing, you're not doing something right. You have to, you have to, there, as everyone said, if someone wrinkles their nose at you, it's time to talk to your spiritual, spiritual mentor and see, am I doing things right? So that's the way this Mishnah is talking. It, it's not saying if you have more likes on Facebook, that means the Abish likes you more. It, 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 it's, it's whatever people like, then, then, then Hashem likes you. That, that's not what the Mishnah is saying at all. It's saying when you're doing what Hashem wants, I know you're doing it right, you're doing it in a way that, 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 that it's, it's, it's the people, people enjoy, people say, ah, oh, this, this is good. But here they're saying a different thing. Here they're saying, there are lots of things you could do in your life. You could devote yourself to understanding things and learning about things. But you want to know the Abisha, what the Abisha likes? The Abisha likes when you act with sincerity. When, you, when, you, when there's a Ruach Habriya, when you're just a creator by the Abisha, and you focus on Hashem once without asking why, that's, that, then, you're, 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 then you're connecting to your deepest self, your inner desire. And there's nothing that could stop you. And that causes Hashem the greatest pleasure as well. That's what success looks like. <laughs> People always say, what's, what's successful? Successful is doing your purpose of the, why, you, why you're here. Why did God put you here? Why did God cause God a pleasure? When you are doing what Hashem wants and with sincerity, boom, you are in His book. You're causing Hashem pleasure. And that's what the whole point is. Any questions or comments? That's great. I've been waiting for this mimer for just 10 years. <laughs> it really it finally balances, like, yeah. it helps you in all these, like, you know, Abbas Yisrael. I mean, it's like Midian, right? Abbas Yisrael with the Messiah of Netflix. It's like a little bit of accountability now. What do you mean? Being from is important. Doing doing a boda, being being actively engaged. But if you do it in a way where you're you're impacting people, I just promise you'll understand. I now know there's a mimer for that. I actually mentioned that the outside the mimer. It's in, it's in the mission for Kiyovis. Uh, the the, the brace of people thing that that, that part. <laughs> The, the Mimer is speaking more about, about sincerity thing. That, oh, I just brought in that the, the simple translation of the Mishnah is... is, is I, I hope that you bring things in that are, that are accurately relevant, relevant right? <laughs> I mean, there's just being... being people. It's, it's, it's a problem with Bada Shuvah. They're passionate. They, 
they're like making up for lost time and, and they want to they want to double down they want to overcompensate i mean i'm guilty any balachuba goes through this phase the question is like like a wine you know sometimes like the wine when you're making wine at the beginning it's like you can kind of drink this it has like a moment of kind of it flips the balachuba need to do that when they don't it just it creates a thing where like the sincerity piece it's on it, yeah maybe yeah good luck thanks for sharing that Mazel tov. Oh, you, you want to chop right before the nine days? Yeah. Okay, well, it's, it's interesting, you know, the Shaila of, of Florida real estate right now.